LA cast. Let's see um, how this video screen is looking. Oh, I guess we're live, so I can't even change it. I guess I'm going to move over here. All right, everyone. Welcome to today's Pelicast. With me is Chris from the Sparta Wallet Project. And they, well, Chris, along with Chase, they are the faces behind Sparta. They're working on a cool platform for bringing together NFTs to one kind of centralized location for people. That's kind of how I've seen it. Maybe you could explain it better in a little bit. But anyway, that's who's with me today. I'm Awal Gorshan. How's it going? I'm Awal Gorshan with Pele. Uh, not generally a live streamer, but we thought it was super important to start showing the faces of, well, not just who we are with Pele Network, but with, with everyone in the Zilliqa ecosystem, with artists, with creators, with developers, to show you know who are these real people behind the scenes. I think definitely in the cryptocurrency world, there's a lot of uh, mystery. Well, understandably, when you're dealing with large sums of money and big companies, like people want to kind of remain a mystery. But I also think this is a technology that can bring us together closer as humans. And if we don't remember that we're all human as we do this, then what's the point? <laughs> so that's a little background of why we do these Pele casts. So, so what's up, Chris? How's it going, man? <laughs> good. It's good a to have you. A little nervous. Yeah, that's all right. It's normal. So you're the developer. I I am. And yeah, how how just, did you get into the the blockchain space and particularly Zalika and start working in there? Well, I was, you know, I I work in a warehouse. I have a group of guys just playing, you know, trying to make some money. I got into it, and I've always really been into figuring out how things work. And I I hopped chains continuously until I found Zilliqa and I was like this one's this one's sweet I like this one tell me about that chain it hopping had, experience oh man I went I went from ethereum I looked into Cardano I looked into basically my criteria was nfts like if they didn't if they didn't have nfts I really wasn't interested in it because I, I'm an artist myself, and I liked that. It, like it just lured me in with the the art aspect of, you know, art being on a blockchain. I thought it was neat. Okay, so tell me what what uh, when was this? Was this this year? Last couple of years? So this this year when you know Bitcoin started hitting the news with new records and. <laughs> That's that's when I was like, and then NFTs started blowing up this year. Like this is like the first year NFTs were like, what's an NFT? And people were, you know, I have lots of art. I did logo design for a while, and I just, I was like, well, I need to figure, I need to find out what this is. So I just researched it, and yeah, found Zillica and so fell you... in love with it. So what was your history in any kind of development for the web before that? I I played around with it. I'm self-taught. I just would build stuff and develop stuff on my own. Mm -hmm. um, like GitHub, I, I hardly even use GitHub. I like learning stuff from scratch and learning it as I go. Cool. Uh, I did a lot. I did a lot of research before Sparta Wallet, and I designed things 
prior to, but I never put anything out publicly. Uh, I actually, the first one I did put out was Zillica, and all it was was an NFT search. I put a post on Reddit, and that's how I met Chase. Uh-huh. He was like, you, you have a really good idea, and it just kind of took off from there. Which subreddit did you put it on? Zillica. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. I, I posted. <laughs> I posted Pele Network to Zillica and got a few got a few comments. But I I found some people that wanted to collaborate using our CrowdSpark. I don't know if you've heard of that one, but they're trying to make not. a platform for like co-founders to get together and people with similar yeah. visions. But yeah, Reddit's always been a good tool for that. Yeah, so I started on Ethereum as well. So the 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 vision we've had for Pele started back uh, in the last bull run in 2000. At the end of 2016, early 2017 is when my business partner and I were really like, okay, we need to figure out how to get into the crypto space because this vision we've had for a media ecosystem that's owned by the users, it's owned by the participants, has been a a really strong goal of mine for for a long time, even before I'd heard of any DAOs or any kind of the technology that could actually make this happen, you know, with reputational badges and things like that. So yeah, we obviously started with Ethereum. I think we all have to start there to real and then get disenfranchised by how slow and expensive it is. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's one of the reasons why, like, I did start with Ethereum, but it got really expensive to even mess around even yeah to even test things to even learn it it got too expensive yeah there's test net but that's really sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't on all chains really yeah exactly and that's how yeah so so i started with the ethereum i'm not really a developer and i've been more of a filmmaker and an artist myself, but I've always been a pretty decent like project manager and got to you know figure out what the next steps are and find the money to hire someone to do this and so we we started building it all just on PHP and Laravel and uh, so right now what we have is very very blockchain agnostic like it hardly even needs blockchain to function. You just make an account. And so we're we're twisting it to make it so you can use your wallet and we can integrate stuff. Like like what you're doing with Sparta is really inspiring because like what you're saying, if all an NFT is is a JSON file uh, on the IPFS somewhere, you could just tap into that JSON file as a user account or as anything, really. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm working on something right now for um, user accounts instead of instead of storing it in a database i want to store it all on blockchain that way it's easier to pull and it's easier to read through you know when you're logged in on zilpay web the web3 wallets really make it easy to tap into blockchain right right are you familiar with uh carbon is that what it's called in zilica uh i I have researched them, but I have not really uh, collaborated with them yet, no. They, they sent a message in our group uh, a week or two ago asking if we were interested in that. And I think, uh, I, I'm not very educated on the project either, but I, I'm pretty sure they're working on something about decentralized identity management from DAP to DAP. Yeah, they have, uh, I do, they have that, I forget what it's called, it's like black hole or something. For and privacy, like yeah. A, 
yeah, it's like a privacy, which is a really neat idea. And I do like that because me as like me with my project, like my addresses, they're all they're all connected. And that's it's one of the good things and bad things of blockchain. Like I my wallets are watched constantly, no matter what wallet it is, it, everyone can see it. I have yet to make anything off Sparta Wallet. I I don't like it is all I'm trying to get as much out of it out to the people as possible. Because you, know you own I, all the tokens, I, you mean? Well, as of right now, I mean I'm trying. We do rewards. We do you know we have liquidity rewards. We we're trying to get it out as fast as possible to to the people because. I don't like all of that sitting in my wallet. Right. People could, you know, people could see that. The the privacy aspect is like even auctions. Like we've been running auctions. A lot of people would like to stay anonymous on auctions. They don't want people to know how much they have. It's a really neat idea to stay stay private, especially when it comes to auctions. Yeah, there's something to be said for you need some kind of device that will allow you to be yourself in a in an ecosystem with all your reputation so pele network will depend heavily on badges because that will be your reputation and like i've mentioned before we have a vision to get into like the journalism space and crowdsourced news where anyone could just you know send up a video from their their neighborhood and enough people in that neighborhood send up a video and you can actually see, oh, they're verified. They have a badge from, from that local community. So we know that they're actually from that neighborhood. But there's no reason you shouldn't be able to be a pseudonymous. You can have a username. You can have a wallet. You have your badges. But you don't need to have your name and nor does anyone need to know how much money you have in your wallet either or the other wallets you're interacting with. I, yeah, and I understand being public on the project wallets. That's understandable. I think being transparent when it comes to having a project is very important. That's why me and Chase try to get out in front of people as much as possible. We want people to know we're we're real people. Right. So when it comes but when it comes to users, they don't want that publicity. And No, it's the trade off. No, definitely. Definitely. And so it'll be interesting to see how that space develops. So I'm glad there's a project like Carbon. If you're watching, we want to get you on next. But but yeah, no, I, I think it's interesting too about Zilliqa space. I've been pronouncing it wrong forever. It's Zilliqa, not Zilliqa. But in the Zilliqa space, how there aren't that many projects. And I think it's fascinating that like yesterday in that tweet about the Zilliqa ecosystem, our logo is on there. The Pele Network logo is on there when... I don't personally think we've done anything to really merit any recognition. We definitely appreciate the acknowledgement and, you know, we take it seriously, but there aren't that many, there aren't that many projects going on and there's a lot of problems that need to be solved or there's a lot of uh, activities or issues that could come up with activities like this privacy we're talking about that need to be addressed by these yeah. different projects. And there's only so much manpower to go around by, by people like yourself. And that's one of the reasons why I started doing this NFT thing on Zilliqa. I use, I did use Mintable for my first few tests. And NFTs. it's a shit show. Like, it, it got it got swept under the rug. The development on the Zilliqa side of Mintable isn't isn't there. It's not active. 
it's it's not very user friendly either. It it is hard to use. So then I was like, well, I have this NFT in my wallet. The only way to really see it is if I have it loaded up on Mintable. And I wanted something else. So that's where I started. Uh-huh. I I needed a tool that wasn't available and that's where it kind of just kind of happened. So what's the future of the Sparta wallet token? So for example, the devil's advocate question is, you know, why do you need a token? So all these auctions going on, why can't people just use Zill? What's, what's the future have in store for the Sparta wallet token? Uh, we're, we're trying to do a whole social aspect of NFTs. Think of it like almost like a Facebook slash Instagram. We want to have, we want to have likes, you know, a whole social aspect of it, you you know, public galleries you own, or you, you mint five NFTs. You put those on your public, your public profile and people could spend the SPW for likes, but that way the likes actually, it would mean something towards the NFT. The more likes is the more money value put into it, the SPW. So you're saying the SPW can act as like a discoverability mechanism. Yes. Okay. So anyone with enough money can buy their way into the front page. I, I don't think so. I think if you are an owner NFT of the NFT, you cannot, and you're limited to one like per NFT. Okay. An owner can't buy hundreds of likes. It's a single user can buy a like towards an NFT that they truly like, and it won't spam. It won't spam the the social aspect of it. You scroll through Facebook, you see something you like. There's no repercussions for it. Oh, cool, Now it kind of gives it that. It kind of solidifies that uh, that ladder. Like it, it makes it more worthwhile to get the likes. Like someone actually spent their a portion of their shares to promote my my own art. Right, right. That's the that's the question, right? Like when a few years ago when we started exploring what this would look like, we would make mock-ups of a decentralized social network and this was before NFTs were a huge hype. But I remember the ERC 721 was just coming out. I think uh Engine was still working on the ERC 10 10 what what was it that 1055 yeah the 1055 but anyway so i knew what an nft was but they weren't really called nfts back then as far as i remember they were more just like non-fungible tokens and that was still like a conceptual thing that someone like me couldn't really understand because i still don't even understand baseball cards you know what i mean or like you know my cousins collected beanie babies when i was a kid i did pokemon cards uh so i kind of can me and my brother played we played magic the gathering and that's and that's how I, and I also explain NFTs almost like uh, like a book. Um, so I always say a smart contract is like a book. It, it the book has many pages, but not one page is the same. Hmm. So that's kind of so, because a lot of people don't understand the the um, 
the whole aspect of like you have to deploy contract, then you mint your NFTs. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of people are confused on how NFTs and well, what and that's they are. One, that's one thing that got really, really turned off to OpenSea. And I think even Mintable, I could be wrong here, but this is uh, what I remember experiencing. The NFTs you mint on, the, they go on their contracts. They're not deploying a new contract for you. They're, they're... Uh, Mintable does, you do deploy your own smart contract, but okay. when like I had, I had someone hit me up for, uh, they had NFTs on Mintable and I said, when you, when you mint on Mintable, they automatically get listed for sale. When you sell, it goes into a NFT uh, decentralized exchange. So you send your NFT somewhere else. So your wallet at that time really isn't holding that wallet or right. that NFT. So, but you do deploy your own contracts. On Mintable. Yes. yes. I think maybe it's OpenSea then, unless I was just misinformed. But in my memory, OpenSea... They, they, they mint it to your own, to their contract, because that's their database. That's how they have a marketplace. I mean, it makes sense. It's not some malicious thing. Yeah. But it's definitely a super nascent, nascent, uh, I don't want to say industry, but like a exploration into how we interface with NFTs. I feel like if you're minting an NFT and the creator doesn't actually own the contract, it's not yours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I own the ownership of NFTs makes that that's what makes an NFT like you own it like that's something you own. If so, I like the go ahead. Yeah, no, no, totally. So if you have an NFT that you made, right, it's your art and you just own it until you send it, but it's on your contract. Yes. So you don't but own it anymore. You don't you don't own that specific NFT. But that contract acts as a registry that it came from you the artist. Yes. Right. And that's so, super important. Yes. So to verify like let's say you had you had your own website and you had a gallery on there you could keep you could have that posted that contract on your website and anyone and everyone could be like, go and verify, make sure this NFT that they own is from you. There, it's always verifiable to you know as to what you own. Right. And I that's mean, yeah. Anyone could copy and paste a picture off Google and put it on there and say it's theirs, but they could always verify through the artist. Okay, this is the real one. I think that's a, a learning curve hurdle for a lot of people. It's like, well, it's just an image, you know, I could just copy and paste it off Google. I've seen it hundreds of times. Yeah. I mean, it just goes back into that collector mentality, which I don't really have. I don't, I don't like hanging on to things thinking that one day it'll be more valuable. I mean, I guess cryptocurrency, sure. But like I said, like the Pokemon cards, I played Magic the Gathering too, but those were for playing. You know what I mean? It wasn't for collecting. It was cool I could yeah. get the holographic, but like it was only cool because it would be worth money. It wasn't cool because like, like I had it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I liked collecting, but yeah, it had a game linked to it. 
you know, you, you get to show it off when you play it against your, you know, your opponent. You right, know? yeah, that was cool too, yeah. So that I wonder, the do you... the aspect of it. So that's kind of like what's happening in something like Axie Infinity or even Decentraland, right? You have these NFTs that you could take out for battle in, in these little worlds. Yeah, and I've mentioned this in my Telegram chat too. I would like to have more, more utility for NFTs than just collecting. Right, because they the more NFTs that get put put out, they they lose their they they lose it. They lose their spark. Like, yeah, this one sold for sixty nine million dollars, but no one's ever going to be like, oh, that's the NFT from twenty twenty one that sold for sixty nine million dollars. I have to have it. There's no utility behind it, you know. Well, yeah, well, unless it's for those collector mentality, but like we're saying, to give it some kind of utility, like whether it works inside of a game or it's tied to a real world asset, then that's where it starts to change the world, right? That's where it starts to see profound shifts. I I think, yeah, I do believe NFTs are going to go more in that route than just the collector aspect of them. Yeah. I hope to get Cameron on here soon to talk more about badges. But I, I, I always I know the badges can be a more complicated thing than just simply an NFT. But for sake of the conversation and for my mind, you know, an NFT is a good idea for a badge. So as Pele Network will do it, you know, say you have a community, you're a creator, you're building a community, you deploy your own little NFT contract, and then all the NFTs that you mint there are just little badges for people. Yeah. Be like, hey, you know, and then it ties back to your contract that you deployed yeah. saying, yeah, I, I vet these people for my community. And then other communities could be like, oh, well, we trust Chris. So if you have a badge from if you have the NFT badge from his community, from his contract, then we'll trust you, too. Yeah, that's a good, good NFT utility. We did kind of the same thing for uh, our pre-sale. So when we did our pre-sale for SPW, we all pre-sale buyers they got dropped a special gold sparta coin and that's all that was ever minted was just for pre-sale buyers so they'll you know them holding that they'll always be forever in that pre-sale buy right right a part of a little part of history on it yeah so hopefully hopefully when i get cameron on here we'll talk about we'll talk about the true distinction between an nft and a badge but I definitely think there's a lot of overlap and similarity with how they function. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what was another question I wanted to ask you about? What uh, what do you see? So you're explaining the likes and these auction and the galleries for artists and what? How do you how do you see artists really benefiting from what Sparta Wallet is creating? Well, I mean, right now, like Doctor Death. We just had a huge success with Dr. Death's NFTs. He got he got more eyes on his art, more people saw his art that haven't seen his art before. It it put him out there and yeah, people are people are excited about the next drop Dr. Death has. So but that's like right now. That's worth you know, you guys are and we're doing a drop tomorrow, everyone, if you didn't know, Pele Network or yeah, tomorrow. We're launching one of our first Genesis era NFTs. There's going to be a handful of them. They're going to be limited edition. 
So quick little side tangent here is where I think we want to go this for the route because we're a storytelling network, right? We believe in stories. They have three acts. They have a beginning, middle and end. They have problems and solutions. So we're going to be selling at an NFT for each act and each act will have a different rarity level, a different scarcity level, meaning if you want to have all three acts, you got to get creative and making sure you get your hands on on one of these NFTs because act one, there's going to be so many act two, there's going to be less and act three, there's going to be even less. It's going to be the, the Charizard of uh, the Charizard, <laughs> Charizard of, uh, well, no, that'll be holographic. Yeah. I forget what they're called in Magic the Gathering. Uh, they're, they're like the hammers, right? The golden hammer. Was that it? Myth, the, mythic, mythic rare. Mythic rare. Was that it? I remember uh, I, I was, I think, 11 or 12 years old, and I went to the baseball card shop with my friend, and we were into Pokemon, but I saw Magic the Gathering, and my cousins had always played it, and I've always been a fantasy nerd, you know, I love swords and dragons, and I was yeah. like, all right, I'll buy a pack of that for the $4 or whatever, and we open it up, and uh, I go through it, and there's a holographic in there. And so the, the shopkeep like gasps, he's like, oh my God. And he takes it and he immediately wraps it up. And it was like the most type of rare holographic there was like the, like, uh, in that set, it was like the golden one and it was holographic. And so I was like, wow. And he was like, that's worth at least $150. And I'm like, cool. Will you, will you buy it for me for $150? He's like, no, I'll give you 60 for it because you know, I have, I have to run the shop. Right. So I can't, yeah. you know, I gotta make a profit. And so I said, no, nah, no, nah, you know, it's worth it. You shouldn't have told me that, man. I would have taken 60 before. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I took it with me to like a, a family party to show my cousins because they were older than me and they were all into magic. And I was like, oh, cool. And then on the way back, I got car sick and I had it in my pocket and I had vomited on my clothes. Uh, sorry if that's TMI, everyone. But yeah, I was nauseous. Goes into the washer. I lose the holographic card. It was all oh. gone. And that was like, for a 12-year-old, the equivalent of losing the private keys to my wallet that had a whole bunch of Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever yeah. tokens in it, you know? Yeah. So there's this, there's this uh, element of when you're dealing with something that's super scarce, you got to really learn responsibility which in yeah. my mind is definitely a good lesson for all humanity to learn. We've been primed by these governments and states to just like be dependent on someone else taking care of everything for us, our food, our living, our water. And, you know, at a certain point we have to realize that, okay, but we're still these self, self sustainable and self dependent animals, so to speak. And so I, for me, the, the, the whole crypto space has been a good lesson in that because I have lost my keys and the, a lot of money has been lost with those keys and it's, it's forced me to step up my game. Yeah, you definitely, yeah. Public service service announcement, keep your keys safe. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, we're doing the, the yeah, those NFT drops. So my question that I got sidetracked on was if if once once Sparta Wallet's up and running and there's, you know, let's say hundreds of thousands of people using it, then these NFT drops like Dr. Death or Pele, they're not gonna be as hyped because there's gonna be auctions happening all the time. There's gonna be people that are able to just sign up 
and start an auction. Yeah, but that's where the like system will will kind of take place. Like Dr. Death, if he drops a really cool NFT and people want to get that on their public gallery to start grabbing those likes, you know, oh. that's yeah. So you get the holder of the NFT on their public galleries will get um you know, get benefits from holding it as well as the original artist. So Dr. Death will continue to accumulate SPW even after it's sold to somebody else. So that, that like system is going to, it's going to put value to having these NFTs. So it's a like system for not just NFTs, but for galleries too. Yeah, like the like system, we we plan on having it as a collective. Like this public gallery collectively has this amount of likes, and their gallery will get pushed up higher based on hmm. based on the likes they have. It it's still in development. We're still in beta. We're still working out bugs and mapping out this social aspect of it, but. We do have a game plan for how it is going to benefit both the artist and the holder. Cool. Yeah. As well it should. That's what's beauty about beautiful about these open these open networks is there's just so much benefits to be had and there's so much benefit to collaborating. You know, like when you know, in the last thousand, two thousand like thousand years, like when was there so much benefit to helping each other make money? You know? It's it, yeah, like Dr. Death was blown away after the auction. Like that was the most he's ever made off any of his NFTs during our auction. Cool. Good. So he was he was very excited to get put on front page and and people love his art. He has really cool art. And people like that collection aspect of it. Not it's not for everyone, but the people that do like collecting appreciate it. There's, you know, there's the age old, uh, you know, art, right? Like, oh, I own the Mona Lisa or, you know, I have some fancy piece of art in my house. I don't, but, you know, some rich person because it's a way to store value uh, and it's beautiful and it's, you know, diversifying or something. And that's another thing that cryptocurrency is disrupting. Like, you don't need to buy land anymore to keep your wealth somewhere free from uh, a fiat currency's inflation. You can, I mean, you could put it in Bitcoin or you could put it in a really, uh, you know, Shaquille O'Neal's NFT or something like some, some artist that, you know, his notability isn't going to go anywhere. So you buy that Mona Lisa NFT and then you can store your value there as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's so new right now, the NFT space. It is, it's so, and people are still learning that aspect of it. Like, it's still hard for me, even. And, like, I'm a huge fan of NFTs, obviously, right now. Um, it is, it is hard for people to wrap their head around why they would want it. Mm-hmm. And that's a, when, like, real estate. Like when something like that starts taking off, I think that's going to be a huge NFT market. You know, it's going to make, it could make things go so much faster and smoother on a blockchain. 
Yep, so much. And not to mention no middlemen. <laughs> yeah, it's... so it could be a good and bad thing because, you know, those middlemen depend on being the middleman, you know? Well, it's the nature of the world right now. If you're a middleman, you better learn uh, a new a new trade. <laughs> yeah. Better... And that's also something healthy for people like us to keep in mind where we're building platforms because forever the platform, not forever, but the last 20-ish years, the platform has been the middleman, the Facebook, Twitter, Google, whatever. The ways for us to communicate with our audience is through the middleman, which has their rules. They harvest the user data of our audiences. They, you know, they'll censor us if they don't like what we're saying, whatever it is. Uh, and so now all these dApps, we're building, we're building a, a, it's, we're building software. We're building technology that allows there to be no middlemen. Yet we're coming from this mentality of like, well, we need to take a cut, right? We need to take a tax so we, so the, so the platform can make money. When, when really like the, the true treasure here in all of this is that not saying a tax isn't the way to do it because there's obviously gas fees with, with a blockchain and things like that. But yeah. the, the true innovation here is getting creative enough to make it so you can offer so much value as a platform and it and the value that's created by the users and the participants using it automatically bring that revenue in just by making the network stronger. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh I, and that's that's another thing like the the people make it like if it wasn't for people wanting to participate like yeah it wouldn't there wouldn't be a platform like you have to have we're building the community and it's a whole like like you were mentioning you got carbon you got pele you got us you know sparta wallet like without everyone working together like we should all be working together to to get that we should all be building blocks to this whole community it's here, here, brother. <laughs> yeah. And collaborations. Like more more projects should be helping helping newcomers in with a good idea. Like you guys have a fantastic idea, you know, and why wouldn't we partner up with you to to bring more more of a community together? You know, like the more users you have, the more likely I'll have users as well. Well, I was thinking about this recently and I know I know there's also what is it called? Okeypad or Oki they're they're another kind of auction site for Zillica. But I was thinking about how, you know, we do wanna offer the capabilities to, to mint NFTs from Pele. Because a lot of our users will want to want to do that simply to act as, you know, something like royalties or something like this. Like, hey, I am the owner of this video or I created it. And so then I thought, you know, well, short of us developing it, why wouldn't we just partner with someone like Sparta and we just integrate what you guys have already coded into our interface and then it's a powered by Sparta wallet. You know what I mean? With your logo yeah. right there. And then that's how the whole ecosystem could theoretically work. And no one, I mean, like I said, I, I don't really know about Okeypad or whatever it is just yet. And your vision is still developing. But as I see it, like, and same thing that we get asked is, uh, 
is X Academy, you know, a competition with Pele Network when they're very different things, but they have similar concepts on the surface level. And I think it would be amazing. It, it might already be happening, so it is amazing that all of us developing these decentralized applications are doing so, so we all fit different pieces of the puzzle. Now, I think that kind of happens naturally with the free cryptocurrency market, which is why you have guys like Carbon, which was why you have all these apps, but especially in this early stage where there's not a lot of movement, there's not a lot of action here in Zillica, which is great. I love that. It's cheap. It's fast. Like we can experiment. You know, I'm not complaining. But while there's not, I think it'd be a healthy movement for all of us to make sure we're developing stuff that we can all interoperate with to make this all stronger. Now, there's obviously a lot of unknown variables in there, like what do we do with all these different tokens? And are there like atomic swaps powered by some Oracle we don't see in the background, but it, it might get sticky around there, but I, I imagine there's a solution for everything. I hope so. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, sure it's, it's, uh, there, there's competition and there's a, like, I, I don't feel like it's necessary to compete with a platform on the same network. Like, take for instance, Mintable and, and Sparta Wallet. Like, they're, they're, I'm just trying to make it more streamlined and easier for new users and uh, veterans, but I'm not necess I don't call out Mintable and say, this is, don't use Mintable, use Sparta Wallet. They, they have their purpose. They have a marketplace. They, they started the NFT trend on Zillica. Like without Mintable, there really wouldn't be a Sparta Wallet because I, you know what I mean? It's, you, you kind of have to innovate on, on. It's already there what's already there. Well, that's the reason I started looking into Sparta wallet because I wanted to sell some NFTs and some art and I tried to mint it on, on mintable and it just didn't work. And I tried on all these different browsers and all these, and it just wouldn't work. And so I thought, all right, I just got to do this in a different way. And like you brought up earlier, uh, there's nowhere else to just see a gallery and see a, a, a live NFT anywhere else. So I'm like, yeah, you should you should be able to slide over on your Zillpay wallet and see a collection that you you spent money on. Like if I were to buy a NFT off Mintable right now, I have to keep it on Mintable or I would have had to keep it on Mintable before Sparta wallet, but that was the only place to see it. You'd have to go to Mintable, you'd have to log in, you'd have to you know, find it, and then you could be like, hey, look, I, I own this. But it was always a job. Right now, like, that, and that's what Sparta Wallet started out as. I just wanted a wallet to see my NFTs. I just right. wanted something to show off what I have, what I created. And I'm trying to make it as simple and easy for anybody to use. I want I want your grandma to be able to be like, Hey, I minted an NFT today. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for all your hard work on behalf of the community. We appreciate it.
So, um, yeah, I think that's probably pretty good for this convo. Unless you got anything else you want to say. I, I mean, if you're good, I think I'm I good. think we covered I a lot of ground. I think it's been informative. Uh, you know, we started these Pelicasts simply to show the faces and help everyone get to know each other uh, as real people. And so um, I think we accomplished that mission. So, yeah, announcement is, yeah, tomorrow we're uh, starting these NFT drops, the Genesis era. We're, uh, we're in a tricky place, Pele Network, because we're not sure how to release our token. And uh, I, there's been some demand. There's been people messaging us. And uh, we appreciate all that, despite having nothing to prove yet. Like, well... We haven't proved ourselves yet, but we do have some cool stuff. Uh, but it's going to be hard to launch the platform without a token. So we're probably going to be launching it with just a database token. So we don't have to deal with any SEC trouble. But yeah, we're on the lookout for some support and some creative launch plan for the token that could uh, help us evade any potential mishaps. And it looks like our connection is just low enough now to where it's cutting off your video, Chris. So I guess it's a good is time it? to cut off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so join us tomorrow on Sparta Wallet for this auction. It should be pretty cool. I'm gonna play us we'll out. I'm gonna play us we'll out. We'll probably have a countdown for the auction up tonight to launch. It'll be ready and launch on its own tomorrow morning. Okay. Hey, you know what? It just gave me an idea. It could be kind of fun. I guess it's a 24-hour auction, but it could be fun to do a live show as we watch the auction. Something like that, like a commentary. <laughs> we, I mean, we could do that. Yeah, we could. I got to figure out a way to... I mean, we could just keep this, uh, this meeting room open, and then we could all just kind of rotate in and out. I don't know. We'll, we'll have a talk about it, but that could be fun. And uh, I also have... Uh... On if you go to Sparta Wallet on the front page auction, I have like a little chat box. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I used I used a open source uh, chat plugin, so that's also pretty neat. You could hop into there and kind of commentate with uh, with all the people online at the at a time. Oh, sweet! We'll check that out. You got got to get the video conferencing on there. The WebRTC P two P live stream. <laughs> have it have it down there in the in the corner of us on the website could you imagine yeah well that's what's cool about all these decentralized uh technologies for browsers you know it's all so lightweight right just goes it's very very lightweight like all the images on like when i pull uh nft images all of that's just pulled it's not stored on my end at all it's all pulled from blockchain and ipfs yeah, that IPFS is a uh, another conversation. Like, uh, whenever Filecoin gets going, I mean, eventually you got to pay for IPFS, right? I don't really know much about it. I just know it's where you put stuff that'll never disappear. But there's something wrong about that equation, right? There's no such thing as a free lunch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 tricky. We. We had a few issues with the IPFS, especially using it as a uh, NFT deployment. I, I obviously I want them all deployed, all the NFTs to be stored on IPFS, but it gets tricky because the more you add, you know, you start acquiring, you know, you get cost to that. Right, right, right. Well, cool, man. We'll have you back on again sometime soon. 
and looking forward to tomorrow. Thank you for joining us. And thanks uh, for having me. It was it was fun. I hope I did an okay job. I was a little, yeah. little nervous on it. Oh man, you're doing great. You've done great, actually. Super comfortable. I'm gonna play us out with the Pele teaser, in case you haven't seen it. Take it easy, everyone. See you soon. All right, man. We still live? <laughs> In a world where profit motivates everything and attention dominates. Content. It rules our lives. And it is our lives. It's the only way. Yeah, the yeah, answer about the world. How far so would you that. go to get how your that. voice heard? BigTube controls what we see and how we create. And BigTube barely pays us anything compared to what it makes. Maybe BigTube shouldn't be in charge of our content. No, that's not what I meant. Incentivized to outrage and division. Censored by politics. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for all the content. Ready, one, it was fun. two, three, four, only more content. Constricted by centralization, all hope seems lost. But things are changing, okay. and changing fast. I can finally see the lights. Get you some pivot, baby. Would you have the courage when the time comes to put your money where your mouth is? Join the network of creators, fans, and investors producing value together and rendering BigTube irrelevant. Content creation just got worth it, baby. So they know we're real. Accordion robots from outer space.